0: Okay, so threat models entail building AI. Building AI entails surrender of control. Threat models entail surrender of control. This is unacceptable. Do we care about control, or do we care about something less than control? And what is being done about this? This is Retrace, segment number 30, Wednesday, October 26, 2022, 11:42 11:42 p.m. We're going a little bit early because we're going to jump over to paid after this one. Retraces about what's going on out there. Do threat models entail surrender of? Con- it doesn't make any sense. The point, of, if you go to world model four, that's what I'm talking about. If the threat model is not supposed to lead to its own destruction, is the concern. These are not shocking insights. That I have had, but I think I for the first time I'm starting to appreciate the pickle that we are in, the dill pickle. If we if natural intelligence is thread modeling, or the essence of it is, as we've argued in World Model 4, World Model 5 is to follow this one on retrace paid. If natural intelligence is threat modeling, and threat modeling entails building AI, here's why. No, let's not get okay. Threat models. You've got the micro, the partial, the individual, the local, and the group. You've got everything from losing your finger to losing your, your planet and your species. All of those threat models want us to know more and go faster. If we knew more, if we knew that the circular saw was going to turn on when we didn't expect it, or if we had better reflexes and got our finger out of the way, we wouldn't have lost the micro. The digit, similarly, with partial. Uh, no, micro, I screwed it up. That's partial. The finger in the saw is partial. Micro is, is losing seconds of your time, which I just did to you, which I just wasted your time. But what can I say? If I had known better, if I had only had some AI, if I had had some AI and known that my brain was going to fail me, I could have made arrangements with the AI to be my brain at the crucial time. I would have saved you those micro, those moments, those precious moments. All of life is moments. All the way back from the end, you've come backwards in time. It's just a series of moments. Is it not? Is it not? We'll talk about experience. The centrality of experience. on uh, On Retrace number 31, which is on the paid side, which is coming after this one. The micro moments. The partial. Fingers. The individual. Your whole life. These are threat models. You need threat models. If you're intelligent, you... These things matter to you, and intelligence arises to protect them. Your group, your family, your neighborhood, your threat model is there to protect the Your local threat model is there to protect them, and then your global catastrophic risk. Why didn't I put global on here? Anyway, your global model, your global threat model, global catastrophic risk. Oh, it's going to be a disease. Oh, a meteor, superhuman, bad AI. That's all threat modeling. In order to protect stuff that we care about, okay, it seems like every one of those would benefit from some good AI right we, with good AI, we can know more and we can go faster. We can always imagine computers and the ultimate computer is an artificial intelligence computer that sounds like a that 's a weak phrase artificial intelligence computer. An artificial intelligence computer is actually the ultimate kind of computer. We can always imagine an artificial intelligence computer making us, helping us know more and go faster. Fixing all the things that we can anticipate in these threat models. The micro moments, the partial fingers, the individual people, the groups of people, and the, and the global people, the human species. AI could help with all that. Great. Uh, but this leads to the danger zone. I.J. Good, Irving John Good, who more or less kicked off the field of um, uh, super-intelligent uh, consternation, he said this, The survival of man depends on the early construction of an ultra-intelligent machine. He gives that without... Argument at the beginning of his paper is nineteen. I think it was published in sixty five, but it was based on talks in the few years before that. Um, we have to build this thing. We the survival of man. That that's the global catastrophic risk model that natural intelligence has constructed for us. Yours and mine. The survival of man. The global catastrophic risk is whatever he was thinking of. Probably nuclear weapons at the time, but it could be other things. Global catastrophic risks. It's a whole thick book. It's not just on artificial intelligence. In fact, it's not even mostly on artificial intelligence. Um, we we have to build an ultra intelligent, intelligent machine, or we're not going to make it. That's what Irving John Good is saying. But that's not the point of his paper. That's just what he opens with. Let's set. This, he puts it right in front of you and says, you know, obviously, right? He's a mathematician. It's a it's a postulate or it's a premise. He doesn't support it. I don't think he does. If he buried it in the math sections of that paper, that's his fault for me not knowing it. Not my fault. His fault. Not my fault. His fault. But it's not in any of the normal, non-mathematical, I'm-just-talking-to-a-normal-person parts of that paper. Uh, Yeah, the survival of man depends on the early construction of an ultra-intelligent machine, and that's to say nothing of the human subgroup competition i.e. the survival of my group depends on the earlier construction of an ultra-intelligent machine this is race dynamics bostrom talks all about this super intelligence lots but the thing about super we're going to get to this at the end that wasn't the beginning that was like the the culmination of lots of thinking that's gone into this since not even since john good irving john good but it's von neumann according to allman was talking about some, you know, singularity and beyond the a technological singularity beyond which human life cannot, is going to have to, in its current form, is going to have to stop. And that was in the 50s. I mean, I think von Neumann died in 58 or something. And he's probably talking in the mid-50s to Ullman, if we, if we take his account of face value. Okay, fine. So threat modeling means the, the world, the, the things that we can anticipate going wrong, seem to suggest we should build AI to, to, to save us. But building AI entails surrender of control. this is the, this, we, Haven't we established this? This is what John Good said. There would then, unquest- after you build the intelligent, the ultra-intelligent machine, the first one, there would then unquestionably be an intelligence explosion, and the intelligence of man would be left far behind. Thus, the first ultra-intelligent machine is the last invention that man need ever make, Provided that the machine is docile enough to tell us how to keep it under control. Provided, why would it provide? Why would the world, nature, the universe, this machine provide that? Of course, I know he knows this, but it's like we, we can't act like this thing has a good chance of being our friend. Now, people are working on this. I mentioned Bostrom, Yudkowsky, Stuart Russell. Well, the godfathers of modern artificial intelligence wrote human compatible and he said basically the way we got to do it is we got to build uncertainty about our preferences into these machines so that the machine is never going to be 100% sure that it's doing the right thing so it doesn't 100% destroy everything because paperclips is what it wants to build because some, somehow it got sure that it wanted to build paperclips and it's going to destroy the world in favor of its constituent atoms for building paperclips. People are working on this. And they have been for a while. Human compatible is a couple of years old. Um, Bostrom's superintelligence is 2014, and you know, all the papers and, and work that led up to that are between like the 1960s, early nineteen sixties, at least since Irving John Good, up to twenty fourteen. Lots of people working on this. But you know, this ultra-intelligent machine, this superintelligence. That is, is sort of an eventuality of of continuing to build AI and better AI and better and better and better. When does, how do you keep it from becoming ultra intelligent? How do you keep it from becoming, you know, what's in the movies and stuff? What, what, there's no there's no obvious way to do that. But then it's in control. The first ultra intelligent leave it, it will leave the intelligence of man far behind. I mean. If if intelligence is just threat modeling, and, you know, that's probably not true, but that's sort of like an operating assumption for World Model 4, its threat modeling is going to be ultra, because it's ultra-intelligent. That's not... That can't possibly... We can't possibly do well in this scenario in the long run. We are the chimps in the zoo. And again, that's not an original thought, but, okay, didn't really sink in for me until i started thinking about threat modeling leading to technology which is ultimately going to be ai which then leads to um, the 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 unacceptable conclusion which is that threat models entail surrender of control how can you say that we're constantly trying to protect and advance what we care about what we what we have our moments our limbs our our whole our you know our our vital organs our groups our whole species we're working to protect these things but the ultimate way to protect them is to build an ultra intelligent machine and then we lose do we lose them maybe maybe we don't i mean the the, the thing that should make people feel better of course is always but it might be nice or it might be better you know the Kurzweil and that sort of stuff like this thing is going to be our friend or it's going to be part of us okay the decision is between stopping technology and surrendering our freedom and our fate to it. Between those two things, stopping technology. I mean, now we're talking like Ted Kaczynski stuff, right? Like the, what was the title of his manifesto? Anyway, the Unabomber. Um, Or surrendering our freedom and our fate to it. We're definitely not going to be in control, so we have to surrender our freedom. And if we're not in control, we don't know what's going to happen to us, so we're surrendering our our fate as well. It's easy to accept that eventually humanity will end. We always think, oh, well, we're not going to... Not, nothing lasts forever. But do you ever have that thought and think, might be during my time. Nothing lasts... For, you know, humanity's eventually going to go the way of the dodo just like everything else does. Maybe in 2026. No, you never add that last part. It's never. It never happens in your lifetime, except for the people who are worried about the... um. Oh, what's the subreddit? collapse those people they do but everybody else sort of assumes it's not going to happen during their time but what if it's set to happen during our time obviously this is the concern amongst the super intelligent warriors super intelligence warriors do we accept this do we accept if that that there's a some non-zero chance this could happen during our lifetimes And by the way, why are we okay with having it later? Like, okay, you know, yeah, super intelligence is gonna kick the crap out of us for sure. I mean, it's gonna be an ass kicking like you've never seen. But you know, it's not it's not coming up. There's several seasons of football between now and then. I love football. Why do we accept that? Those people are going to be alive, just as alive as we are. It might be our kids or our grandkids or our great great grand. Whatever it is, they're going to be in. You know, and this is the argument that people make, rightly so, the moral argument about, um, about any, you know, long-term catastrophe. But global warming is the big one right now. The big the one that's getting the most attention. You know, how can we do this to them? And forget about, you know, imagining the flourishing of, the, you know, the co- Bostrom calls it the cosmic endowment. You could well, like One little thing you do today could cause so much suffering or thriving to creatures down the line as long as you do the right thing. Forget about all that. Just ask, let's say it happens three generations from now. The artificial intelligence explosion and our surrender of control and our fate to it happens to our great-grandkids. Why are we okay with that? Do we care about control? We lose control. Do we care about that? I think we do. I don't think anybody, no matter how nice the zoo is going to be, I don't think anybody wants to be in that zoo. And the the simulation argument, people who think we're already in the zoo, they're not happy about that. The Matrix. Nobody wants to be in that. Do they? Nah. Nah, man. What is it like out there? It might be might be crap, but at least you'll know, right? How can we choose without seeing the alternative? How can we choose whether to live in the zoo without seeing what the zoo looks like compared to where, what we, already, where we already live? And what is being done about this? Is anybody doing anything? Yes. Yes, they are. They effing are. Look, I've mentioned Bostrom. I've mentioned von Neumann. I've mentioned I.J. Goode. And there are literally dozens and dozens and dozens of other authors, just authors, just people sitting around thinking this through and then publishing their thinking for the rest of us to read. That's doing something. But the world isn't filled with a bunch of authors. The world is filled with primates and primates do more than just ponder more than just ponder and more than just print what are they doing it's not you it's not me we're not the ones i don't know are you i don't know i don't know these people i'm i'm an outsider Retrace is an outsider organization. We have the inside knowledge and inside track about nothing. But there are some advantages to that. Among, uh, you know, not with, in, of course, there are many disadvantages. More disadvantages, maybe I don't know. You don't have to be an insider, but you have to know if you are one or not. What is being done? what is being done it's like the it's like the global warming thing they knew the fossil fuel companies scientists politicians they knew like way before we started getting onto it you know and we didn't get onto it we were told we were james hansen handed us this stuff in the 90s and there it, it i don't know the timeline anymore anymore i don't think i ever did i think i knew it after i watched one frontline documentary i had the timeline in my head for like 90 seconds but that, those are the, that's what we're talking about here this they knew they knew we were going to become venus or there was some not that you can't predict the future but there's a good chance we're going to become venus if something doesn't intervene if we keep filling it with venusy gas you know car farts and stuff airplane farts pretty soon the whole planet is going to be airplane farts and it's going to get hot right that's that's the essence of it I can't talk about this but there's stuff that some people say has been being done about global warming if not it's not climate change it's global warming stop calling it stop politicizing the language is it politicizing I think that is politicizing there's stuff that you know maybe has been going on about global warming And maybe amounted to to nothing. The same sort of thing is probably happening. If it... Let me back up. It is very easy to imagine that things are being done. Things are being done. Things are done. When people who have... I'm not going to say power. It's not just power by itself. It's certain kinds of power... Certain kinds of positions, when they have them, they do things in response to information like this. What are they doing? What are they doing? That's a retrace is. <laughs> about what's going on out there, but we don't know. References from this segment will be in the show notes, full PDF notes on our website, dot ecom This is Retrace segment number 30. If you want to know about the world model, world model number five, I'm going to talk about that next over on Retrace Paid. We talk about sex. There's sex in it. If you needed some sex Well I'm not you're not gonna get sex, but we're gonna talk about it briefly. We'll see you around well on Retrace Paid or let's say around midnight tomorrow, signing off.